Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Wrap, brought to you by Michigan Medicine Headlines. I'm Dan Elman with the Department of Communication. And I'm Executive Vice Co-host Hunter Mitchell. Today, we're going to take an inside look at pharmacy services at Michigan Medicine and a new program they're launching that will help fill some vital positions. Now, before we learn about that, there's plenty more you could learn about just by listening to past episodes of The Wrap. You can find the shows on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or any other podcast hosting platform. New episodes debut weekly and can always be found as part of the Headlines Week in Review and on the Michigan Medicine YouTube channel. Now let's bring in Dr. Mike Kraft, the Assistant Director of Pharmacy Education and Professional Development at Michigan Medicine. Mike, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Hunter. Thank you, Dan. Appreciate being here. All right, so Hunter just gave your official title, but can you explain a little bit more about your role in the Department of Pharmacy Services? Sure, I'd be happy to. Uh, as the Assistant Director of Pharmacy for education and professional development. My oversight includes uh, recruiting, onboarding, and training for new employees, education and professional development for our department, and then uh, broadly oversight of our learner education, which includes pharmacy students and pharmacy residents uh, and some other learning opportunities as well. Nice. Now your department will soon be launching a training program for pharmacy technicians. Can you give a quick rundown of what type of work pharmacy techs do every day? Absolutely. And as you mentioned, um, these really are essential team members at the health system and as part of our team for what we do related to medication therapy, as well as for patient care. And pharmacy technicians really have a key role in, in all steps in the medication use process and have additional advanced roles that uh, have developed over the, the most recent uh, few years as well. Um, in terms of their, their core uh, responsibilities in medication use, uh, they're involved in, in really every step, including um, you know, procurement and inventory management, uh, medication uh, preparation and medication compounding, sterile compounding, which of course is an additional uh, uh, skill, very technical skill, uh, medication uh, labeling, and then medication uh, delivery uh, as well for patient use. We also have uh, a number of advanced roles that have been developed for pharmacy technicians um, within our team. Uh, in areas such as research pharmacy, where they help to uh, prepare and manage medications involved in research studies, and transitions of care, where they assist with uh, patients who are transitioning into the hospital and, and uh, going home, and help with facilitating their access to uh, medications uh, during that transition. So uh, a lot of opportunities that uh, we have and have uh, continued to develop for pharmacy technicians. Absolutely. So, you know, this training program obviously will, will give some people these opportunities to join the team. How will that program work and who's eligible to join? Uh, yeah, absolutely. It's, we're very excited about this opportunity, um, uh, really in order to provide these opportunities for uh, individuals. Uh, we've embarked on this, um, um, this training program, and it's really meant for anyone who may have an interest uh, in a career uh, as a pharmacy technician. You don't need to have any medical or pharmacy background, um, <clears throat> really no other formal training that's required. Uh, the intent of this is that we will bring folks on board, they'll be hired as employees, and they will be put, placed into our uh, training program. And the program will be approximately five to six months. It will consist of uh, about three to four months of online training with didactic modules and some in-person learning and then one to two months of uh, clinical rotations or experiential rotations within various uh, areas within our pharmacy team. Uh, the goal then, as long as they successfully complete the program and meet all of the requirements, uh, is that we would then hire them into an open pharmacy technician position with our team. 
uh, and asked them to commit to working for our team for a two-year period. Uh, during the training program, though, they're hired as employees. They're paid full-time with benefits, and we cover the costs of the training program for them. So really a great opportunity to develop their skills and really establish a career as a pharmacy technician with our team. So, Mike, you talked on the specifics, but why is the program so important? Uh, we really view this as one of our top priorities um, because they're, uh, we've been experiencing really a nationwide shortage of pharmacy technicians. Um, and this really existed before the, the pandemic started, but certainly has been exacerbated with uh, the pandemic and the, the current job market. Um, and so it's not unique to University of Michigan or Michigan Medicine or Southeast Michigan or the state of Michigan, it's really nationwide. And, you know, we recognize that the traditional approach, I think, of looking to individuals who want to come start a career and we train them or they want to pursue training programs, um, you know, the interest there really seems to have diminished. And so we, we tried to look at, you know, what are other ways that we can provide opportunities. In addition, for some individuals who want to pursue those types of programs, they may have their own uh, barriers to that because it's a, you know, a financial investment to pay for a training program. Um, it requires, of course, the investment of their own time, and they may have uh, other, you know, other barriers to being able to, uh, to pursue those opportunities. So we wanted to try and remove as many barriers as we could and, and, and provide a really great opportunity, not only to invest in them for their future career, and then have them invest in us uh, to work with our team and develop their career. I think one of the coolest things that you know that you mentioned is that you don't have to have a background, you know, in in pharmacy, uh, in medicine, or, or anything like that. I know I talked to a pharmacy tech a few weeks ago who had had a background in catering before coming here, you know, and it was just yep. it had just no experience whatsoever. Came here, got trained on the job, and absolutely loved it. So, you know, if a listener is interested in joining the program, or they know someone who is interested in joining the program, how should they reach out? Absolutely. Um, and you bring up some great points. Uh, anyone who may be interested, they can feel free to contact me directly. Um, uh, my name is Mike Kraft. My email is mdkraft at umich.edu. Uh, and they can feel free to contact me directly. And uh, I'd be happy to give them some more information. We're working on getting a website up as well. So we will have more information posted. Uh, so individuals will be able to go there for additional information once that is up and ready to go. Um, and I'm glad you pointed out, uh, we have folks who have no experience uh, whatsoever uh, uh, who have joined our team and, and, and had great careers as pharmacy technicians. And I think that's, that's really key to emphasize as well, is that if you have experience, great, but if you don't, that's great too. There are many other skills that uh, individuals may have developed that certainly would translate and help them be successful. Um, you know, communication, uh, time management, prioritization, uh, you know, customer service, those are all things that are, are really essential to be successful. So it doesn't require any experience in medicine or pharmacy or healthcare uh, to really uh, pursue this career and be successful. That's great. Um, are there any other changes or initiatives coming out of pharmacy services in the months or even years ahead? We're, we're definitely working on uh, several different things. As you mentioned, uh, you know, we talked about the nationwide shortage. We realize that, you know, this is certainly one very important initiative we're excited about, but you know, there are other things we want to do because not only do we want to invest in um, those who want to uh, establish a, a future career as a pharmacy technician, but we also want to make sure that we continue to recognize all of the great work that our current team members do and have been doing throughout the pandemic and for many years before that. And so working on ways that we can better recognize all of the great work that our pharmacy technicians do uh, now, but of course, you know, into the months and years ahead, because um, I, I think that's really important. And, you know, it's I don't know of any de 
department or business that over recognizes, you know, the employees and all the great work that they do. So um, that, that's another big focus for us is how can we better recognize our team members and make sure that, you know, they stay with us, that they want to stay with us for their career. Absolutely. Well, we're excited to find out what some of those things will be. And, and um, I'm sure we might be able to cover them here on the wrap or in headlines or things like that. So thank you so much, Mike, for giving us some insight into what's happening at pharmacy services, including the new pharmacy tech training program. If you'd like to learn more about that program, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. All righty, Mike. So we grilled you with a few questions that you saw beforehand, but now it's time to answer a few more that you haven't seen. Are you ready for the lightning round? All right, let's do it. All right. So you talked about how people can train to become pharmacy techs on the job. If you only needed a few months of on-the-job training, what new job would you want to take? Uh, I would probably want to take a job in... Um... Uh, and healthcare would be in informatics because I think it, it's 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 just really essential to what we do, and I think it's just fascinating with the the role of technology and informatics uh, in in healthcare, uh, and really the seems like the sky is the limit on the opportunities to to enhance what we do using technology. Nice. So you've been at Michigan Medicine for more than twenty years. Uh, what has kept you hanging around for two decades? <clears throat> there, are, I would put it into three kind of general categories. Um, probably the biggest uh, reason is the, uh, the people, uh, like the people I work with and our team and across the, you know, the institution are just among the best, you know, in the country, if not the world, um, I'm biased, but fantastic people that we work with. They're all very supportive. Uh, number two would probably be the opportunities. I mean, there is no shortage of opportunities. If you have ideas or something you want to do, you know, the, if you want to put in the time you know, generally you're going to be able to find ways to, to fulfill those, uh, those ideas. Uh, this pharmacy technician training program, a great example of how we can, you know, bring forth new ideas and really innovate. And the third would be the resources that, you know, we're very fortunate with the resources we have uh, across, across Michigan. So I'm, uh, I'm really fortunate to have been here for my, the bulk of my career. All right. So it's totally changed subjects. Who's your favorite band and why? Probably my favorite band of all time is the Beatles, uh, just because, I mean, their music is just, uh, you know, iconic. And you think about the influences that they took and what they did with those influences and all the musicians they've influenced since then. And the amount of music that they put out in just the period of time they were together. You know, I think about bands today, like the Rolling Stones that are still out there touring. Imagine if the Beatles were still together. Like, what would they have done and contributed to music? I mean, it's, it's you know, so... People have asked if you could go to a concert, what would it be? It would be the last rooftop show they put on, you know, their last performance together on the rooftop uh, in London. I would give a lot to have seen that. That would have been awesome. So, Wow. Yeah, great answer. All right. So last question for you. You're obviously very involved in professional development. Um, if you could give one piece of advice to your younger self, what would it be? Oh, that's a great question. Oh, uh, I... <laughs> I had a lot to learn in my younger days, so I, uh, there's a lot of advice I would probably give. But I think the one thing is that, um, you know, absolutely remain open to opportunities and don't be afraid to take a chance because, you know, that's that's really how you 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 uh, grow as a person and as a professional. And uh, you take some of those risks, and it seems sometimes intimidating or scary, but that really is, is how you, you realize uh, some of your goals and sometimes things that you never realize were possible uh, you can achieve. So 
that would be the thing I would say is that don't, don't shy away from those. Make sure you take advantage of those and, uh, you know, take those risks and those opportunities. Well, that's tremendous advice. Thank you so much, Mike, for participating on The Wrap, for sharing your insight into the Pharmacy Tech Training Program. Once again, if you want to learn more about the program, go to mmheadlines.org. That's mmheadlines.org. And while you're there, check out other featured stories from this week. For instance, employees shared their favorite fall activities now that autumn is officially here. Headline sat down for a Q&A with John Carruthers, Chair of Internal Medicine, and there was the latest installment of the Wellness Wednesday series. Find all that more at mmheadlines.org. All right, Hunter. Now, between today's interview with Mike and the Q&A with Dr. Carruthers, we've heard from some longtime Michigan Medicine team members, so that got me thinking, where do you picture yourself in 20 years? Well, in 20 years, uh, I'll be two-thirds of the way through my house payment. Uh, I have <laughs> some of that paid off there. Um, but no, you got me thinking like, you know, my job in 20 years, what the heck is that going to look like? You know, it's changed so much in 20 years already. Um, so yeah, I think just, you know, stay educated, stay learning. And, um, you know, when, in 20 years when I'm like editing holograms in my spaceship, um, <laughs> it'll be pretty cool. What about you? Yeah. yeah, no, that's funny because especially working in communication, you really do have to go with the flow, right? Things change all the time. Uh, you know, probably 15, 20 years ago, headlines had a print version, right? That they were handing out at the hospital for people to read. Um, now, obviously we're only online and I can't even imagine what it's gonna look like 20 years from now. But I do still picture myself at Michigan Medicine. I feel like I've sort of found a landing spot here um, where I feel like my work makes a difference. And I think a lot of people get into healthcare for that reason, right? No matter what role you play here, your work makes an impact on people. And I think that's really important. So I do picture myself hanging around at Michigan Medicine. Um, you know, Michigan's a place that, that I love to live and Michigan Medicine's been a great place to work. So whatever that looks like, I'm gonna just, uh, you know, be as flexible as possible, take some learning opportunities like you mentioned and just roll with the punches a little bit and just see where I land. And I feel like that's sort of the key to success. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the tools change, but the, you know, the stories and the people, they'll always be here. So that's true. And, and you know, in, in both of our roles, if you can tell a story, you know, if I can tell a story by writing it, or you can tell a story through video, you know, there's always going to be some sort of platform for that. So, you know, and uh, we just maybe don't even, it, may, it might not exist yet on what that platform is, but it'll be interesting to see where, where things go. Absolutely. All right. It's time for the weekly trivia contest. Last week, we asked listeners, how many people acquire sepsis in the U.S. each year? The answer is 1.7 million. Congratulations to Jeremy Fallis, who sent in the correct answer. Now for this week's question, here's Dan. All right, this week's question is, Dr. John Carruthers made history in 2009 at the U of M Medical School. What milestone did he achieve? Once again, what milestone did Dr. John Carruthers achieve back in 2009? find the answer in this week's headline story and once you know it send it to headlines at med.umich.edu for the chance to win a prize well that's all the time we have for this week mike thanks again for joining us and thanks as always to all our listeners and viewers for everything you do for patients families and each other we'll see you next week <laughs>